ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله indeed all praises due to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we praise him we seek his aid we seek his forgiveness and we seek protection from the evils within ourselves and the evil consequences of our actions whomsoever allah shall guide none can misguide and whomsoever allah subhanahu wa ta'ala none can guide i bear witness that none has the right to be worshiped except allah azza wa jalla alone without any partner and i testify that the prophet muhammad alayhi salatu wassalam is his final prophet and messenger يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون او يو هو بيليف في الله عز وجل اي او تو بي فيرد ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون اي دو نوت داي اكسبت ان ا ستيت اوف سبميشن تو الله عز وجل يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا او mankind fear allah subhanahu wa ta'ala your rabb the one who has created you from a single soul and from the soul he spread forth many men and women fear allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from who you seek the rights of kinship for indeed allah azza wa jalla is all aware of all that you do يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا او يو هو بيليف في الله سبحانه وتعالى ان سي ان ابرايت ان ستريت وورد يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما if you do this allah azza wa jalla will rectify for you your deeds and he will forgive you your sins and whosoever obeys allah azza wa jalla and his messenger فقد فاز فوزا عظيما then indeed this person has obtained the greatest of success amma ba'd as what proceeds fa inna astaq alhadith kitab allah ta'ala they know that the most truthful of speech is the book of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa ahsanu alhadi hadi muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the best of guidance is the guidance contained in the guidance of the prophet muhammad alayhi salatu wasallam وَشَرَّ الْأُمُورِ مُحْتَثَاتُهَا and the worst of affairs is the newly invented matters وَكُلُّ مُحْتَثَةٍ بِدْعَةٍ for indeed each and every single newly invented matter is an innovation وَكُلُّ بِدْعَةٍ ضَلَالَةٍ and each and every single innovation is a misguidance and each and every single misguidance is an alfire as what proceeds then today بِإِذْنِلَّهِ today's topic is titled the unshakable foundation But before we delve into this topic, we need to understand the importance of this topic. What is the relevance of this topic and what makes this topic so important to us? We are all aware of the current state of the ummah, whether it be on a global scale or on an individual level. And we see lots of challenges. We see lots of trials. We see lots of tribulations. And the question arises, What does it take to remain firm upon one's deen? What does it take from the believer in these challenging times to remain upon istiqamah? Ya'lam rahimakallah, no, O Muslim, 
that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger did not leave this topic unattended. And He did not leave this topic unaddressed. We see in a narration on the authority of Abi Dhar radiallahu ta'ala anhu that He says, تَرَكَنَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ وَمَا طَائِرٌ يُقَلِّبُ جَنَاحَيِّ فِي الْهَوَىٰ إِلَّا وَهُوَ يُذَكِّرُنَا مِنْهُ إِلْمًا That Abu Dhar reports that the Prophet Muhammad said that the Prophet Muhammad left us and there was not a bird which flaps its wings in the sky except that the Prophet Muhammad mentioned to us some knowledge relating to this bird. And so he went on to narrate that the Prophet Muhammad said, وَمَا بَقِيَ شَيْءٌ يُقَرِّبُ مِنَ الْجَنَّةِ وَيُبَعِدُ مِنَ النَّارِ إِلَّا بُجِّنَ لَكُمْ That the Prophet Muhammad did not leave anything behind which draws you closer towards Allah Azza wa and draws you closer towards Jannah. And the Prophet Muhammad did not leave off creating a distance between ourselves and between Jahannam, except that he clarified this to us in the greatest of forms. So the question arises, respected Muslim, that if the Prophet Muhammad related to us knowledge pertaining to the bird which flaps its wings in the sky, what about the greater matters? What about the matters relating to our aqidah? Matters relating to our belief and matters relating to those things which bring benefit to a believer. Another narration on the authority of Salman al-Farisi, it was said to him by the mushrikeen, indeed your companion teaches you everything. He teaches you how to defecate. Hatta al-khira'ah. The Prophet Muhammad taught us how to use the bathroom and he taught us bathroom etiquette. And so Salman al-Farisi responded by saying, it is so, bala, he said that the Prophet Muhammad taught us these matters. He said, the Prophet said, he prohibited us from removing excrement using our right hands and from facing the Qibla while we are relieving ourselves. And the Prophet prohibited us from using bones to do so and he said not to use less than three stones. So a matter that we take as trivial, but yet the Messenger of Allah he gave us guidance with regards to this matter. And so, the question arises, what about the greater matters? What about the matters which draw us closer towards Allah? Which draw us closer towards Jannah and those matters which distance us from the al-fire? And this brings us to today's topic, the unshakable foundation. And the unshakable foundation is as Allah Azza wa Jal said, لا إكراه في الدين قَدْ تَبَيَّنَ الرُّشْتُ مِنَ الْغَيْبِ فَمَنْ يَكْفُرْ بِالطَّاهُوتِ وَيُؤْمِنْ بِاللَّهِ فَقَدْ اسْتَمْسَكَ بِالْأُرْوَةِ الْوُثْقَةِ Allah says that there is no compulsion in religion. قَدْ تَبَيَّنَ الرُّشْتُ مِنَ الْغَيْبِ Guidance has become clear from the path of misguidance. And then Allah says, فَمَنْ يَكْفُرْ بِالطَّاهُوتِ That whomsoever disbelieves in false deities, which whatever is worshipped, Besides Allah Azza wa Jal, وَيُؤْمِن بِاللَّهِ And this person firmly believes in Allah Azza wa Jal, then Allah says, فَقَدْ اسْتَمْسَكَ بِالْأُرْوَةِ الْوُثْقَةِ And this is the unshakable foundation. This person has taken hold of his deen by way of the greatest means. And this is the statement 
La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. That there is no deity truly worthy of worship except Allah. And Muhammad is his messenger. This person takes hold of his deen by way of the greatest means. And this is the real solution to our problems and challenges that the ummah is faced with. It is At-Tawheed. As the great Imam Malik, rahimahullah ta'ala, the Imam of Medina in his time, the Imam of Darul Hijra, he said, لَا يُسْلِخُ آخِرُ هَذِي الْأُمَّةِ إِلَّا بِمَا صَلَحَ أَوَّلُهَا He said that the latter part of this ummah will not be rectified except by that which rectified the first part of this ummah. How did the Messenger of Allah والسلام, bring rectification to his ummah? He brought rectification to this ummah by calling them towards Tawheed and everything which this kalima which they recite necessitates upon them. So our initial response to the challenges facing the ummah is that we call for revolutions. It is the responsibility of such and such a ruler. So overthrow this ruler and our problems will be dissolved. We also make calls for a call to return to culture. That because of all the vices we see in our society manifest today, some people say that our culture, to return to the origins of our culture, it is a solution. Some people call for slogans to abolish riba. And some people call for slogans such as to imbibe within ourselves good character. And all of these aspects, it has its place in our deen. But if the foundation is not sound, it means nothing which emanates from this foundation will be sound. So the question arises, why Tawheed? Why is Tawheed seen to be that matter which rectifies this ummah? Firstly, it is the first command in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That the first command which Allah azza wa has ordered us with before salah, before siyam, before hajj, it is this matter of fulfillment of Tawheed. Allah says in Surah Al-Baqarah, Ya ayyuhal nasu ubudu rabbakum alladhi khalaqakum walladhina min qablikum la'allakum tatakun. Allah says, O mankind, worship your Rabb, the one who has created you and those before you, so that you may have fear of him. And so this is the purpose for what we have been created. To worship Allah and Allah Azza wa Jal alone. And so it is the first commandment in the Quran and so we must give importance to this matter. The second reason we need to give importance to Tawheed, it is the highest branch of Iman. As the Prophet Muhammad said, Al-Iman bid'un wa sittuna shu'bah, fa'afdaluha qawlu la ilaha illallah. That the highest branch of our faith, it is the statement, la ilaha illallah. The Prophet said, that Iman consists of 70 some odd branches. The highest branch of faith is the statement, La ilaha illallah. So the statement, it must have a meaning. And it must have muqtada. It must have things which we must fulfill in order to make it a true statement. The third reason we must give importance to this matter is that Tawheed is what really unites this ummah. Tawheed is that matter which really unites this ummah. Allah Azza wa Jal says, إِنَّ هَذِي أُمَّتُكُمْ أُمَّةً وَاحِدًا وَأَنَا رَبُّكُمْ فَاعْبُدُونَ Allah says that this is your ummah and it is one ummah and I am the Rabb of this ummah so worship me. One ummah, one nation upon the foundation of Tawheed worshipping 
one Rabb subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a matter that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu gave importance to as well. And he taught his young companions the importance of this matter of Tawheed. The narration on the authority of Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhumah, when the Prophet Muhammad said, O young boy, inni u'allimuka kalimat. O young boy, I will teach you a few words. Preserve the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah azza wa jal will preserve you. And the greatest right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that you worship Him and you single Him out in worship. And so the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu he taught his young companions this from a very young age. And this was the concern of all prophets. And it was the concern of the prophets up until the point when they were in the sakarat. When they were in experiencing the pangs of death, they gave this wasiyah to their offspring. And Allah said regarding this, أَمْ كُنْتُمْ إِذْ حَضَرَ يَعْكُوبَ الْمَوْتُ إِذْ قَالَ لِبَنِيهِ مَا تَعْبُدُونَ مِنْ بَعْدِهِ That the question which came to the mind of the Anbiya when they were on their deathbeds, it was, as Allah mentioned, were you witnesses when death approached Yaqub, when he said to his sons, and he and he rose this question, مَا تَعْبُدُونَ مِنْ بَعْدِي What will you worship after my demise? Imagine, this is a prophet, and the advice he is giving his offspring is, what will you worship after me? Which shows that they gave importance to Tawheed up until their death. So this shows us the magnitude of this great topic. And this was the main call of the Messenger of Allah Wasallam for 13 years in Mecca, giving tarbiyah to the best of the best. As Allah said, إِلَّا مَنْ شَهِدَ بِالْحَقِّ وَهُمْ يَعْلَمُونَ Except for those who bear witness to the statement of truth, while they know what the statement requires of them. And the statement is, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ For 13 years, the Prophet Muhammad Wasallam he cultivated his companions upon the statement, upon the true understanding of the statement. And so this is the only real solution to the problems facing us as an ummah and on an individual level. And so there are many benefits of holding the correct aqidah and the correct creed. The first is that it brings about happiness in dunya and akhirah. It brings about happiness in this life and the next. It brings about the avenues of obtaining halal earnings and most importantly, it brings about qana'ah. It brings about qana'ah. It brings about contentment. About this Allah Azawajal said, مَنْ أَمِلَ صَالِحًا مِنْ ذَكَرٍ أَوْ أُنْثَى وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ فَلَنُحْيَنَّهُ حَيَاةً طَيِّبًا Allah mentioned that whomsoever does righteous deeds, with the condition that this person has faith in Allah Azawajal, وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ فَلَنُحْيَنَّهُ حَيَاةً طَيِّبًا And this is the proof for the fact that if you are a person of Tawheed, Allah Azza wa Jal will grant you a happy life. He will grant you a life wherein your rizq becomes easy for you to obtain, and most importantly, He will grant you qana'ah. He will grant you contentment. Secondly, the second benefit of holding the correct creed is we obtain safety and security from all forms of oppression. 
Allah Azzawajal says regarding this, الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَلَمْ يَلْبِسُوا إِيمَانَهُمْ بِذُلْمٍ أُولَئِكَ لَوْمُ الْأَمَنْ وَهُمْ مُهْتَدُونَ Allah says that those who believe and they do not adorn and corrupt the iman with dhulm. And dhulm in the context of this ayah, it refers to the greatest sin which a Muslim can commit. And that is ashik billah. So they do not corrupt the iman with dhulm, meaning shirk. Allah says, amin wa hum These people, they will have amin, they will have safety in the life of this world, and in the year after, they will be rightly guided. And so according to a person's fulfillment of tawheed, he obtains safety and security in this life and the next. So correct belief will take you out of distress. It will remove your anxiety and it will take you out of difficulty. Allah says, Who is the one that when you are in a state of ittirar, you are in a state of difficulty, you are in a state of extreme difficulty, when you call upon him, he removes from you evil. It is none other than Allah Azza wa Jal. And so this teaches us that if you find yourself in a difficulty, and you supplicate sincerely to Allah Azza wa Jal, He will take you out of that difficulty. And if the difficulty is continuous, they may give you the glad tiding of the Prophet Muhammad That he said, Ajiban li amri mu'min. Amazing is the affair of the believer. In amarahu kullahu lahu khair. The believer's affair, or the believer's affairs, all of it is good for him. وَلَيْسَ ذَلِكَ لِأَحَدٍ إِلَّا لِمُؤْمِنٍ But that is for no other person except the true believer. إِنْ أَصَابَتْهُ سَرَّاءُ شَكَرَ فَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُ If he is given some form of blessing by Allah, and he is thankful for that blessing, then that is good for him. And the hadith goes on to mention, وَإِنْ أَصَابَتْهُ دَرَّاءُ صَبَرَ فَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُ And if he is faced with a calamity, and he is patient during this calamity, then that is good for him. And this is for none other than the believer. The believer's good is good for him, and the believer's trials and difficulties is also good for him if he meets these trials with patience and perseverance. The correct belief gives true meaning to life, without which our life becomes meaningless. We have not been created just to procreate, to be in this dunya, to earn a livelihood, and to enjoy ourselves. But we have been created for a very, very noble purpose, and that is, as Allah says, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّةِ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ That I have not created jinkind and mankind except to worship me. أَقُولُ مَا تَسْمَعُونَ وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهِ لِي وَلَكُمْ مِنْ كُلِّ ذَنْبِ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوهُ إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ Alhamdulillahi wahda wa salatu man la nabiyya ba'da wa ba'd. Ayyuh al-mu'minun, ibadallah. O Muslims, fear Allah azawajal as he ought to be feared and seek a means of approaching him subhanahu wa ta'ala. When it comes to our belief, respected Muslims, our belief is not something abstract. It is not something that we list from point A 
to point Z, and then this becomes a belief. But rather, in order to make this belief alive, it must be seen within your limbs. It must be seen and heard within your statements, and it must be seen upon your actions. About this, the mission of Allah says, مَثَلُ الَّذِي يَذْكُرُ رَبَّهُ وَالَّذِي لَا يَذْكُرُ رَبَّهُ مَثَلُ الْحَيِّ وَالْمَيِّتِ The Prophet Muhammad says that the likeness of the one who remembers Allah. And those who remember Allah is only those who manifest their iman. The likeness of the one who remembers Allah in his statements and in his actions, and the likeness of the one who does not remember Allah is the likeness of the living over the dead. So you can have this faith within your heart, but if this faith is not manifest on your limbs, the Prophet Muhammad says, it is the likeness of the living over the dead. Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah ta'ala said, الذِّكْرُ لِلْقَلْبِ مِثْلُ الْمَاءِ لِلْسَّمَكِ He said that the remembrance of Allah Azza wa Jal to the heart is like water to the fish. And so he asks the question and he says, فَكَيْفَ يَكُونُ حَالُ السَّمَكِ إِذَا فَارَقَ الْمَاءِ So he says, what is the condition of the fish when you take him out of water? What will happen to the fish? It will die. So the likeness of dhikr to the believer, it gives light to his heart. Finally, to end off, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us regarding this important matter of remembering him in our statements, our deeds, and our actions. Allah says, وَمَنْ أَعْرَدَ أَنْ ذِكْرِي فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً دَنْكَ وَنَحْشُرُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ أَعْمَى Allah says, that whomsoever turns away from my remembrance, meaning you turn away from that which Allah Azawajal has revealed, and you turn away from the guidance of the Prophet Muhammad Allah says, فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً دَنْكَ This person, he will have a life that is donka, a life that is constricted, a life that is difficult, a life filled with sadness, a life filled with depression. وَنَحْشُرُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ أَعْمَى And we will resurrect this person on qiyamah blind. The person will then say, قَالَ رَبِّي لِمَا حَشَرْتَنِي أَعْمَى وَقَدْ كُنْتُ بَصِيرًا The person will say, Oh my Rabb, why have you resurrected me blind? When in the life of this world, I used to have sight. Allah will say, this, our signs came to you. فَنَسِيتَهَا And you forgot it, so on this day you will be forgotten. We pray that Allah protects us from his torment. And he makes us of Ahlul Jannah. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. وَهَذَا وَصَلُّوا رَحِمَكُمُ اللَّهِ عَلَى خَيْرِ الْبَرِيَّةِ وَأَزْكَى الْبَشَرِيَّةِ صَاحِبُ الْحَوْدِ وَالشَّفَاءَ فَقَدْ أَمَرَكُمُ اللَّهُ بِأَمْرٍ بَدَأَ فِي بِنَفْسِهِ وَثَنَّ بِمَلَائِكَةِ الْكُدُسِ مُسَبِّحَةِ وَثَلَّثَ بِكُمْ أَيُّوَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ قال الله سبحانه وتعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صلي وسلم وزد وبارك على عبدك ورسولك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وارض اللهم أن خلفاء الأربعة أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وأن سائر الصحابة نبيك أجمعين وأن معكم بأفك وجودك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين واخذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر أعداك أعداء الدين يا قوي يا عزيز ربنا 
hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyyatina qurrata a'yunin waj'alna lil muttaqina imama rabbana atina fid dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina adhaban nar ibadallah rahimakumullah innallaha ya'marukum bil adli wal ihsan wa ita'i dhul qurba wa yanha'in lil fahsha'i wal munkari wal baghy ya'idhukum la'allakum tadhakkarun kumu ila salatikum yarhamakumullah